now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. I'm pushing this button, but y'all, it's a hard one today. Listen to my voice. I barely have one. Oh my God. It's Yolanda at Dryer Buzz. Let me tell you, I barely got out of bed. Can I tell you? I barely got out of bed. I mean, it took everything. It's even taking everything for me to sit up right now. Uh, we had a rough night. I think we had some storms to roll through. And while I had a great shutdown process and going to bed, I was awakened about maybe two. And you know what I did? Like I was listening. It was raining like so hard. It wasn't like stormy, rocky, you know, that kind of thing. Just a lot of rain. And uh, it felt like water was just poured on us. And so... Uh, you know, and that's a, it sometimes can be a cool, common thing, but when it was like coming that furious, I, I didn't even look out. I, I was trying not to even get out of bed, but, um, I, I keep my blinds open just a little bit side. Cause I like the night sky, you know, I love looking at the night sky and I got a nice view, you know, semi away from artificial light. It's got a little light going on outside and I live where for the past 15 years we've lived outside of the city and so you know we get a really nice dark sky with the the moon and the stars and all of that and so um i like to sleep with that moonlight i like to sleep in the moonlight so and i sleep very well and when i have these mornings like this where i had a rough night you know i have to really sit and process the day a little bit more because and luckily i don't have anything that i need to roll right into um, because i've always had late start days this is not something new i've always had and i've always tried to have late start days even when i did the nine to five it's like you know nine is iffy right i was always be look i am going to be the one that you can count on but nine is iffy okay i like the whole nine to five i've even worked i've worked everything i've done everything um work has been work for me it was how i took care of my family and now i don't have that that sense of urgency they grown okay i only have just minimal um things that i need to take up and i need to roll don't get it wrong don't get it twisted i need to roll right on back into the system um, but I have had the opportunity to be out and to process some things. And I'm so thankful for that because I'm really processing some things. Hence, I have a podcast called how to get out of bed. So here's how I got out of bed today. I, I rolled over and I was like, wait, you know, and I grabbed the phone and I'm like trying to get it to show me what time it is. And y'all, it is, I'm coming to you. I pushed this button at 11 AM, not seven, not six, not eight as we normally do okay to nine we hang out and then i go do some other things not even nine y'all i pushed i swiped my phone it said 10 50 i believe or 10 40 i was like and i'm looking at it like wait that don't even register i would have been coming back in with a dog by now which he's in trouble because oh he took full event y'all he took advantage of me not being up. I left a napkin on my TV table. Y'all know I go to battle with this dog on a TV table. Why he can't get it through his head to leave my table alone? Uh, and I've got to find some kind of way. And and he so you know you know he got a spanking. So you know he's gonna spend the next day, the day and a half, in remorse, peeking around the corner, won't come near me. And I'm like, and now I gotta go take him out. You know we're not gonna have fun. Go do your business. Get back in your room. I'm like, and, and, and it's so, it's so hilarious because like, if you're going to get the napkin and destroy it, 
and usually it involves me leaving a napkin, which I wipe my hand for me eating some delectable meal. And I swore I cleaned the table off last night. That's part of the shutdown process. It's not to tempt the dog. I, it's tempting enough. And the thing about it is, I yeah, I have a whole kitchen episode. He could be eating good if he could handle it. You so old, you can't even have, he can't have table food. He can't even have scraps. I have to discard all that stuff. Like right now, we, this, it's so much leftovers in there. He could be eating good if he could handle it. I got that kind of love for you. In fact, if you could handle it, I would be making dog food for you. I would be showering you with all. You would have had what I had. So it's not that I'm punishing you because you inv constantly invade my space and act like it's a us thing up in here all day. I ain't even mad at that. I'm mad because you know you're not supposed to go anywhere near the table. And if, like like the other day, I, I said, hey, I was having lunch. My daughter stopped by. She had some lunch. I went to walk her out. And now, mind you, I had finished my lunch. But damn, just stepping outside... I gotta, I gotta ward off all this guy. I come back in. I had two chicken bones. Yeah, two, I had two drumsticks and some potatoes for, for lunch. I come back in, look at my plate. It plate ain't disturbed except one of those chicken bones is gone. So in, in a sense of urgency, now I could have come back into you in, 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 in duress. Okay, if that's the word, right? I ain't up in here trying to be reviving no dog. And the fact that you done ate it, that you consciously know, I got to get this, I got to eat it, I can't leave no, not a crumb. And I'm sitting looking, that's a whole chick. I'm looking at my plate like, wait, something's wrong. I had a bowl. He didn't even knock the bowl. It was in a bowl, y'all. A small bowl. The chicken legs, they were sticking up. Temp I tempted him, I know that. And I'm like, but I just walked my daughter out and came back in. And that meant you sat and you listened. That meant you timed it. And I I watch him. Because he watches me with stuff. Like the other day, I was sitting here eating. And uh, and I got up and I put, I, I left my food here for a second. I think I went in the kitchen. I had to go down the hall. And he literally came like, uh, there's my sofa. There's my TV table, coffee table, as you might say. Across from that is a recliner. Around the recliner is down the hall. I look, I'm going down the hall. I look back. I heard him get up behind me, but he got up just enough to put himself in position to see how long I was going to be down the hall. And I'm like, this joker, it's time, he's watching me, right? Because I've caught him doing this a number of times. So when I come back around the corner, he's standing there just looking, like waiting, like and he's doing it like halfway leaning, like, like, is she coming back? She ain't coming back. Like he timing himself how fast he could get to this plate. That disturbs me. That's the thing where I say, I don't care what we do with these doggone animals. They just ain't loyal. Now, I, I'm going to tell you, he, he's loyal, and he, he, he has made us a pack. We're a pack, you know, because like when he, he, want, he likes for me to be in the kitchen or nearby when he goes over to um, eat. Like, he can't go in the kitchen. He, our kitchen's off limits. And he won't go in the kitchen because the kitchen has the hardwood floor at the paneling floor, not hardwood. Let me stop that. But um, so because you know he had an injury, he had, only has three legs, right? Because he had an operation and an amputation, so he can't walk on. He's still on the carpet, so he can't go there. So two places I can go and be by myself. That's the kitchen and the bathroom. 
Okay. And anywhere else, if I was to have the carpet removed. Um, and I'm like, you know, and, and, and the fact that I have to live uh, with carpet, and because that's the only reason he's here, is because as the kids moved out, they moved into all these new modern livings, and eight minutes into this, guys, where there's no carpet. And my son just returned, and he is um, rooming with my daughter now, and they have only their bedrooms are carpeted. And so they have to, in order to take care of if my son decides he's going to stay a while, even when he, you know, think about it, if he gets his own place, it's going to be that same kind of flooring. And even when he had the dog before, he had to put down, you know, rugs and things for him to navigate on and move, maneuver around. So he's, the dog has been with me because my son went out of the country. Um, and so, and then as my other kids, you know, moved out, nobody took him. <laughs> And I'm thinking, I think my oldest, I think my oldest has carpet. In fact, I know. In fact, my oldest has this real, like, nice shag kind of carpet. It's not even like your regular press carpet. She has a really nice uh, shag carpet. Um, and it's it's really nice. It's definitely nice to walk on. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you call it? I know, they don't, I know they don't call them shag now. I forget what the strand is called, you know. Um, baby daddy was a carpet cleaner, so I, it's in my mind. But anyway, so this dog is now down the hall. You know, normally when I'm podcasting, he'll be right here at my feet or whatever. So he's going to be mad with me. We're going to spend a couple of days, you know, nat- trying to figure out if it, either of us is over it. Uh, and then and then when I have the, when the kids come, they go like, what's wrong with him? And I have to tell them, you know, he took another nap. Why would you leave a nap? You know, I, I wait a minute. I'm grown, okay. I'm trying to live. Up, I'm the one supposed to be living up in here. This ain't for him, okay. He's the lucky one, <laughs> right? Why you keep leaving stuff for him? Listen, okay. I'm trying to remember my own stuff. Y'all got me trying to remember this thing with this dog. So anyway, to to not sleep well. And wake up not and I and my fear was my you know my absolute fear was because I woke up well beyond the time that I would have even taken him out. I was waking up thinking he might have you know had a little accident, but no, because he's he's good on that. Uh, and 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 if he had not, if he wasn't on if he wasn't punished in punishment right now, if I didn't have to do this podcast, I and I didn't have to do this podcast, and I would not have sat down to do this podcast because if I'd awakened, if I would have awakened, and he was in an urgent to go out, that would have he would have been the priority. But see now he's hiding, so I'm doing the podcast. You don't hear him like all up on me, like come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, which is what he does. And he does, and I, and I make sure he doesn't even have to get. I make sure he doesn't even have to get to that point. I have made it a morning priority before I even eat, y'all, that I take care of this dog. And so coming in and seeing the one measly napkin I left on my table, which means you can't, you it's it's your business to come over and snoop on my table. You doing that, and you doing that intentionally. And yeah, I process my relationships with humans just as much. So that bothers me. And I know you got a great sense of smell, but I'm like, but you know that if you do it, I'm going to hurt you. Right? It, there's going to be some consequences and repercussions. And and so when I come in, what came down the hall and came around the um, recliner there, 
into the space. He was laying here on the floor. And he was getting ready to get up and go, ooh, I'm so glad you're awake kind of thing. But then he saw me look over towards the table and see the destroyed napkin on the floor. Now, his, now I'm standing in between the table and the recliner. He can't go nowhere because he don't want to go back around the table because he know you're not supposed to be nowhere near the table. So he's trying to figure out. He's living there, sitting there, trying to plot his escape. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Because normally I would say, did you do that? When I, whenever I say, did you do that, he takes off. And so he sees me looking. He's looking at me out the corner of his eye. He sees me looking at, from him to the napkin. And he, he, and he don't even try to like stand up. He finna try to do an army crawl, y'all. A military, I mean, let me not say army, cause this is an Air Force, Air Force house. He, he, he trying to, he trying to crawl, he trying to crawl across the floor and see if he can get by me. And so I stand in this way and I like, don't you move. Don't you even move. I left the napkin there. I go and, and the punishment is a towel. Cause I gotta keep my distance cause this is a big dog, right? So I goes down the hall. He's still in that position, like hunkered down, like, okay, what's fin what's about to happen? What's about to happen? And so I come back down the hall and he sees the towel. Now it used to be some rolled up paper. And uh and I and I threw away all the sales paper so I don't have any paper and, and I can't decide what newspaper to subscribe to. And so I have the towel. And I'm, I'm getting ready to give him my litany of how disrespectful and how disappointed I am. And he, of course, he knows. So he's still trying to plot how to get around me. And we're getting ready to go toe-to-toe. So we went out and did a little toe-to-toe. And now he's down the hall. And, uh, and now he's here listening to me podcast talking about him, which he can't stand when we talk about him. You know, dogs are like that. He, he knows when we're talking about him. And, uh, and, and he knows now I got, he, he's thinking just like kids do. She's going to tell everybody. Because he knows as soon as my daughter rolls through here, she'll be rolling through in a minute because she's supposed to be bringing me my um, supplies. And because it's inventory day. So now I've got to, I've got to finish you, you guys 14, 7 minutes in, 14.7 minutes into this. 7 seconds. I have got to um, do my inventory. So now my whole day, uh, waking up and then going into the day, I've got to... Go to my chart. You know what's our chart? In fact, let me grab my journal here because I will get a I will get a name of this. And I, I think we're talking about some loyalties. We're talking about some disappointments. I'm gonna write that down. You know, and, and that's what I'm taking advantage. I'm trying to write loyalty. Everybody ain't loyal. We can just say that, you know, um, even the lawyer will disappoint us, right? Even the lawyer will take advantage. And then and the thing about it, when they, they have to go through the guilt after that, right? Now he's, now he's, he's not hurt. I didn't hurt him. He's just guilty. Now he's got this long, long face. He's guilty. But even in that, I have to assess the temptation, right? Who put out the temptation? And, and the thing about it is, because you know people, what people do, they always blame the victim. And I don't want us, there shouldn't be, there shouldn't be any kind of temptation. You shouldn't have to worry about tempting people. And we wake up with that. We go into our day with that. You know, vulnerable, trying not to be vulnerable. Damn, can I not, I, 
here's the thing. I was even I was exhausted. I can't be vulnerable. You know, last night I went to bed early. I, I shut down. I shut down at least an hour early. I was like, look, I know, I know it's gonna hit me. I'm, I'm kind of tired, right? I, we can't be vulnerable because even the loyal around us can get tempted. Like you, you, I left one napkin, y'all, and I know. I grabbed everything I could when I got ready to go to bed. I was like, let me get everything off this table because I don't want to tempt it because he is a dog. He is an animal, you know, even though he tries to his darndest, you know, to coexist with us inside of, inside of domicile, supposed to be out there running wild or whatever, you know, got somebody that loves and takes care of him. He's still tempted and will challenge our loyalty Right? Guess who don't get it? Guess who don't get dog bones today? Guess who don't get the little the, his favorite food? When I fix his food, guess what won't go on the top of his food today? And he gonna stand there looking over at the special cabinet. Stand there looking at the special cabinet because I'm not going in it today. Oh no, we're not going the extra block today. We're not gonna hang out. We're not gonna. Oh no, we're not sitting on the patio when we come back from my walk. Like you try to walk over and want me to sit in my chair so you can sit there and chill outside and watch everybody and 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 and, and torture you know people who are afraid to walk down the sidewalk. No, we're not gonna do that today. Cause sometimes yeah, I get a little pleasure out of it, but no, we're not gonna do it. We're going out there. You better do your business to come on back in. And I know after a storm, he don't halfway want to go anyway. That's why he wasn't rushing to go out. Because if it had been a beautiful sunny day, I wouldn't have been able to sit here and do a podcast 17 minutes, 17 and a half minutes into a podcast. No, he'd be right here. You'll be hearing that jingle on his collar. You'd be like, dang, the dog is so active today. You don't even hear people or sound. I have been able to talk for 17 minutes, and I know he got to go to the bathroom. I slept two extra hours into the day. I woke up. I started this podcast at 11 a.m. 11 a.m., I would have been, been 30 minutes back with the dog. Like we'd have been outside a whole 30 minutes prior to this. But no, he don't want to come nowhere near me because he betrayed me. <laughs> and y'all, y'all don't know how much I hate betrayal. I'm a Scorpio. The only, the only, he is, can I tell y'all, the dog is the only being on the face of this planet. Not even my kids. I got some grudges. I'm a Scorpio. I begrudge some things about my own children. <laughs> it's like, wait, remember you did this? I never forgot it. Because that's what we do in our most intimate relationships, you know, right? But still, I, 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 I and, and I'm like, still don't, I still don't know how I left that one napkin to tempt him all night. I don't even know when he went in on it. And I even told my daughter, I said, sometime between when you leave, because otherwise he knows he, he, he can get caught at any moment. Sometime between when she leaves and he knows when she leaves, I'm asleep. You know, and I'm usually awake, but I'm, I'm like not getting out of bed. You know, and he and he's been hanging out down the hall here because, you know, we got new neighbors. There's there's new people coming and going at all hours of the night. You know, there's new routines there's new sounds. And, you know, he hears stuff well beyond what we hear. And into the storm last night, he wasn't going to sleep through that. No way. Any kind of rain. He's like berserk. OK. And that's why I know it wasn't a crazy storm, because if it's a crazy storm, alarming storm, he comes and he wakes me up. He's right there at the edge of the bed nudging like, come on. 
We got to get to safety. I don't even have to turn on the weather, the news, none of that. He knows hours before it comes on. I'm like sitting here with a crazy dog. Like, when are they going to interrupt and give us some weather, right? You know, because used to be back in the day when he was younger, uh, if there was, and we had him in the house, he was he would come in the house at night. He'd be outside all day. We had a big yard with a fence and all that, and he'd bring him in at night. And so if it were, if if the weather got out of pocket at night, he would always come to my room and wake me and he would not be satisfied until I would either come downstairs or turn on the, uh, wouldn't definitely turn on the weather. Once I turned on the news and the weather was on, he was good. I, I think he was maybe a reincarnated weather guy. I don't know. He reincarnated something. All dogs, like they say, all dogs go to heaven and then they come back. Let me tell y'all. Okay. All dogs go to heaven and then they come back. And this one, I don't know who he is or what he came back for, but we've been had him for a good 20 years, 15 years, I think. I want to say a little less than 15 because maybe 12. I keep trying to remember because, you know what, he was a full-on existence in the household for a decade before I even acknowledged him. And I was like, and the oldest was moving out. And I'm like, wait, you're not you, you brought this here. You're not taking it with you? I can't have it in a new place. The hell you can't, you know? Um, and then the next one, you know, and then the next one. And I'm like, wait, y'all are still leaving this dog. And my mother was like, you know, it became hers. And then my sons, and you know, my son was the last to leave. My mother passed on. My son took the dog. He was moving out at the same time. And, um, uh, and so when he, uh, finished his bed, he went to basic, which meant we left him here with us and my mother and, you know, care for him and my daughter my daughter who cared for both of them. Um, and then my son came back and he did other, went to do finish up all his other stuff. And then he went on his first, you know, out of the state thing. And he, uh, took the dog with him. And then he brought the dog and they were going for about a year. They had a year, everything, you know, in the military is like, it's a year, this, uh, two years, that, and this, that, and the other. And so the dog has been here a year or two. I, I frankly, my dear, um, I think, I think too. Yeah. Cause the first year he was gone, we're right at the third year here. So he's been here two years. He came back a year, a year, we were a year into this. So we've had him too. I'm seeing one year memories of this stuff. Um, and even well, I probably, you know why? Because the first year he was, the first year he was even here in the new place, I didn't have nothing to do with it because I had the two daughters that look, y'all take that on. I ain't taking that on. Because hell, I was I was working all days, all hours of the day and night, you know, so I didn't have to be bothered with him. He just saw me come and go. And then I, um, I literally have had, um, no, my old, my, my daughter changed jobs and she's been on this job for about a year. And, you know, and I could see her like trying to take care of the dog before she would go to work and then taking care of the dog when she got home. And I said, well, you know what, you know, what? you know, and then I had the same morning routine as her. So she had him in the morning. I said, okay, uh, I'll help out here and there. And then when I changed my routine where I'm working from, I'm here all day now. So I was like, look, girl, I'll take, I'll do that dog. And it's just, he's been beneficial. He and I, we good. Um, one, because I know I haven't had any bouts of lows. I haven't had any serious lows with this dog around. And I first discovered that 23 into this, um, some years ago, 
that if I engage or interact with the dog, that um, I'm pretty, I'm kind of good. And to that, I know even now, because right now there's a conversation. I just told y'all my son was back, and my son is making a decision whether he's going to stay in the state, in Georgia, in the states, and so forth and all. Um, um, but you know, he wants, he wants to, you know, he wants a dog. And I'm like, mm. and my daughter, and I was talking, I said, you know what? I said, I, I could use a break. I think we all could use a break. You know, I'd love to have a dog free zone for a minute. Uh, I said, but be my accountability partner. Cause you got to have an accountability partner guys in life. You need a witness to your life and you need an accountability partner. Cause you know, the witness is witness might be your yes person, you know, loving you regardless in all your faults and flaws, but your accountability partner accepts none of your faults and flaws. Like, like they don't let you stay in it. I understand that's a part of you in human nature, ups and downs, lows, peaks and valleys, all of that fog. Okay. You in the fog, you know, they see that, but then your accountability, like I had accountability. In fact, yesterday when I started on this cabbage diet, I'm doing the cabbage soup thing. Uh, and, and actually I found, I found it really tasty. So I think I can, I can do it. I'm going to double back on it this weekend. Uh, I just made a little sample of it yesterday and I'm actually going to have some when I finish with you guys. Um, and so my, my accountability partner, and I, I went live when I went to have it. I said, cause if I don't go live, you know, and try to impress y'all with it, I really won't eat this, but it was actually pretty good. And I, I nursed it. I doctored it up a little bit and it was actually pretty good. Um, more so for the vinegar side of it. And for those of you that have done it, you know, and, and, and do it on the bland side, kudos to you, your girl had to hit it up with some pepper and I was trying to stay away from the salt because so oftentimes we try to balance out one thing we over, we, you know, the other extreme, I didn't want it. Cause you know, I felt like hell, if I could put enough salt in there, I can get through it, but I didn't want to do the salt. Uh, so I went in with a pepper and I put in some apple cider vinegar. I didn't have, I would have done regular, um, vinegar, but I didn't have regular vinegar and I, and the apple cider vinegar is supposed to be extra beneficial for other reasons. People are doing that as well. And so I'm trying, and let me, can I tell y'all that, can I tell y'all though, last, even this morning, in fact, I'm going to do it while I'm standing here. Um, what I, I've kept trying to figure out like what to expect in the morning. Like I'm going to journal through this. I, I not journal. I'm just going to take some notes because I noticed last night. Uh, having had the apple side, not the apple side, having had the two servings, I think I did about two, I maybe even did about maybe two or three servings of it. Um, and I fixed my daughter's dinner, um, tuna melts. We had tuna melts last night. She had tuna melts. I, I had a, I had a little bit of tuna. Um, and we're thinking about maybe me doing the keto, if not the full on keto, but just cutting back on some of the carbs. I'm trying not to be diabetic. I'm trying not to be pre-diabetic. And I was talking with my cousin yesterday and I told her I had a flare up. Uh, remember from the flashyitis, uh, plantar flashyitis. She said, I had that. She said, you might want to, you know, check your numbers and see where you are. You don't want to end up doing that, you know, especially putting on the pandemic pounds. And that scared the shit out of me. I ain't gonna lie. It scared me because a lot of my family is, you know, they're, we, diabetes runs in the family on my mother's side. My mother, uh, didn't have it. Um, and didn't have issues with it. She had some issues with it later on when she had to do the steroids. And as a matter of fact, I just had to do a steroid. So and you have to be mindful of this. And I remember listening to Dr. Fauci. Um, you know, he was talking about, we have to be mindful of these other things because people are so focused now on COVID-19 and, 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 you know, the flu season coming up that we, that we're seeing an increase in these other things. And you think about it when, 
I know one of the things that we did wrong in being home, and we're 27 inches, three minutes coming up if you need to drop me at the 30, but if, I, if I'm, I'm still going, hang around. Um, so when Dr. Fauci was talking about, you know, we need to be mindful of all these other things that, that people stop paying attention to and so focus on that, um, when you think about it, when we did the shutdown, I know one of the things we did, we ate, ate in a lot. We ordered so much, so much delivery, and that's high. That food is high in everything. And I ended up, you know, saying, okay, wait, let me get, let's start back ordering groceries. Let me start back cooking. Um, and we, so we got, you know, bringing our vegetables back because we were doing really good. And this is probably why I was, didn't have the problem before because we were, we had gotten away from canned goods. We had gotten away from frozen foods. But you know, the food chain being disrupted with the pandemic, we ended up having to restock the freezer, restock the pantry. So going back to that. And then now here we are. Uh, everybody has put on what they said, the pandemic 15, the pandemic 20, for some of us, the pandemic 40, you know, I don't know how much I put on. I mean, I, I'm, there's a whole half of my closet that I'm, I'm not acquainted with. And I'm sitting here now in a brand new pair of real nice pair of pajamas. Uh, and I'm on the high, I'm, on my, I'm at my high end. Everybody has their, their low end, you know, their medium and their high end. I'm at my high end and I'm pushing the limits at my high end. And I know that puts me, cause one of the things I've got, I think I'm a former smoker. And it, even though that has been probably a decade or more at this point, or at least, yeah, about a decade. Um, and so still one of my major concerns then was when I quit smoking, the appetite came back and I ballooned, I ballooned and I had to get that weight off in order not to end up being pre-diabetic. So I have had some, some issues with my legs, you know, and I'm thinking, and I was thinking, of course, you know, when you go to the doctor and they ask, you know, what's this and that going on, um, was thinking it had to do with me standing in the kitchen. No, it was what I was cooking in the kitchen. It was what we were ordering. And so I'm doing this cabbage soup, um, uh, with 10, 10 seconds to 30 minutes. Uh, for those who need to know, I'm doing the cabbage soup. I made it yesterday. I saw one of the recipes, you know, I went up, I looked up the recipe, for it. I saw it. I saw a conversation about it. I said, let me see. Let me go to YouTube. See if I can find something real simple. I give me simple. Huh? Give me simple. Right. And we're past the 30. Okay. So I found the rest. I found a video that was just two minutes and I was like, Ooh, cool. And I had literally all those ingredients. I didn't do the carrots because I wanted to just quickly saute it, add a little broth and try it. The carrots, you know, just got to cook a little bit on that. Um, and really they don't. What I love about making good vegetables soup is that because vegetables, you can eat vegetables at all kind of state, you know, from the raw state to the cooked state, you can decide where you, whether you, how you want this. Um, and so I left out the carrots, but I just did, I had bell pepper. So I did onions, bell pepper, and it was literally really onions, bell pepper, and cabbage. Uh, and garlic. I put in lots of garlic, um, and then salt and pepper. And of course, lean, real lean on the salt, lots of pepper. And then I still felt like I was missing something. Oh, I use beef broth. Use any kind of broth you want. Be careful on the sodium and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so I had, but again, I, we're talking about what I had because 
if I had to go out and buy this thing, I probably would have put it off. But because I had this, and and I actually was thinking about this because I had a, I had a cabbage, and Petty Betty doesn't like cabbage, and I'm like, I got to figure out something to do with this cabbage. And I was like, oh, why don't I do the cabbage soup? And that's what made me go and look it up. And um, and so I had the cabbage, and I still actually have half. Cause, and let me tell you what I did. I, I put it on YouTube, um, but I did half a, half a head of cabbage, half a bell pepper, half onion, both large. Um, and then half, I'm going to say half a bulb of garlic because I really could have gone in on all of it because, you know, it really wasn't, it still wasn't even a strong garlic flavor because I forgot to saute my garlic in with my onions and my bell peppers. I ended up putting it in, you know, after I did the broth. So it just basically boiled a little bit, but it's in there and it's in the system. But I say all that to say, um, getting through two, even just two servings of it. Um, I noticed I got out of bed last night. To either go to the bathroom or get something to drink or just coming down the hall checking to make sure I turned everything off. When I got back in the bed, I noticed I didn't nurse any pain. And I, I and that's and let me tell you, at my age, that was like kind of hella weird. I was like, wait, did I just prance my little ass down, you know, out of this bed? Even this morning, because when you, when you get in the habit of this might hurt, that's going to hurt, you know, like I, I knew I wanted to go and get some lemonade, like doing the podcast. When I go down the hall, I stop by the kitchen and then I get me something to drink. Cause y'all know it's first, my first thoughts of the morning unscripted as a frog in my throat. So, and now I clear my throat <clears throat> when I say that. So, but I noticed even, you know, coming down and having to chastise a dog, I had to go back down the hall. I've been up and down the hall already and I noticed I didn't have to nurse. Cause let me tell you, if you know what I mean, if you know, you know what I mean, if you know what I mean, those first few steps, they're kind of painful. There's this, this shooting things, you know, like I, I said, I got to start stretching. I got to take my time, you know, doing this and doing that and getting up, getting out of bed. I got to watch this show. They're talking about it on The View. I'll catch the clips of this. I didn't realize they were on there together. I don't know what that is. But, um, so anyway. I'm thinking, well, I was thinking I, I got distracted by television. So I'm going to, in the fact that the soup doesn't taste bad, you know, it's not a suffer through thing. In fact, my daughter watched me, uh, get down a serving. In fact, cause I, I fixed a bowl last night while, while she was eating her two tuna melts that I made for her. I went into her room and I was sitting there with my bowl. She was getting ready to do homework or whatever. And uh, she was watching me and I'm enjoying it. You know, mind you, she doesn't like cabbage, but she saw me rather enjoying this bowl. And she goes, let me taste it. Cause this is that child that is always eating off my plate. Right. So she goes and tastes it and it's not bad, you know, and I know when she doesn't like something because she is, she is a no, when a no is a no for her. And if she has a bad experience, particularly with food, she's never going to try it again. But the, even the fact that she wanted it tasted, let me know. It probably smelled great. And you know what? Okay, I, I'm taking my sense of smell because I'm like, I don't remember smelling it. Um, and I just <laughs> smell my lemonade and like, yeah, I smell lemons. It, we, we, it's a pandemic, y'all. It's COVID. Keep, keep an eye on these things. And, uh, and so I'm sitting there eating it. She just looked 
looking at me like, I can't believe that's all you're going to eat. And I, I did, like I said, I had a, I had a couple of teaspoons of, um, of tuna. Uh, by itself and I was gonna eat it with my chips and I was like wait those are carbs you know and I asked her I said are these carbs and she's like I think they are yeah um well probably not I don't know I gotta look it up I, but here I am I have a journey to go on I'm gonna learn a little bit about keto because and this is why I say my life is such a blessing because at 35 almost 36 into this is I have a friend online who some couple several years ago um probably about maybe four years ago went on a keto journey and they were severely diabetic 36 minutes into this they were severely diabetic medications um forever had to wear the shoes had all kind of issues had severe depression from it robbing their lives their life and you know the majority of their marriage uh, involved in caretaking, you know, and just not being able to participate in their family the way they, way they wanted to. And literally over something that can be controlled with food. They weren't type one, they were type two. Uh, and here you want to know, you want to know the other thing about this. I, for seven years worked at a call center for a nurse, a nurse center right? A nursing uh, call center. I'm not a nurse. I was a uh, health coach. We were the people who were educated on, on variety of things that you would speak to. Or we would enroll you in the nursing program. And that's the job that I did to get my kids through high school and on off to college. And of course, once they were all into their respective done, don't need mommy financially, I was like, oh, okay, wait, Things have changed. You know, I might not need to come up in here every day anymore. You know, uh, I can go back to being that risk taking entrepreneur. Um, and so, but at the same time, I have that wisdom echoing in my head. It's like, look, you don't ignore this. You know, you do your best. What you put in your mouth can go into your body and, and, and literally extend your life or shorten it. And that's, that's what it is. So when my cousin mentioned, that, hey, wait a minute, you know, keep in mind, um, these are some things that, you know, look and sound like um, you could be, you could have become at risk for diabetes. I'm like, wait a minute, girl. And I, and this is that cousin, like, wait a minute. Uh, she's the oldest. She's the wisdom. She's now the matriarch of the family, um, you know. And so I was like, wait a minute, let me, let me knock off a few pounds. Let me, um, and I'm looking, I got to try and get in somewhere to, um, maybe get my I'm a, and, you, and of course right about now we would have had all kind of health fears so and then I just had that that uh trip to the emergency room and they didn't do and of course this emergency room they only deal with the the problem you're having so now I've got to try to see if I can squeeze in an appointment uh and, and go and get that go get my go get a fit and plus my birthday's coming up so that's probably why I'm so mindful of this thing what 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 are, what are some of the things that's going to trigger you to do the right thing you know my birthday's coming up I start thinking about you know I'm getting older I start thinking about you know how you know I want to feel on my birthday and and uh I know I have just been around here lately in this pandemic in that I because I'm at a certain age you know I'm not trying to get out there and risk a lot but that can put you at 39 minutes since this can place us as, as, as they say, and at risk for other things because our parks close and, you know, and I'm, I'm a normal person going for a walk. 
Um, I didn't substitute that. I tried, in fact, walking in the neighborhood doing the after dinner walk, but you know, then I had started the soap business. So I've got busy and, uh, I got busy. And even in getting busy, I started knowing, noticing that I'm nursing more pain, you know, the back aches a little bit more, but look at the, look at the gut, the gut's there. Look at it, you know, so it's like, oh, we got to get the gut down. So I have been doing things in the kitchen with the diet. Um, and when I say the diet, I mean, you know, the order in which I eat, not necessarily and what I eat, not necessarily, oh, extreme. I don't please never think that I do anything at extreme levels. I am very mindful about because I have anxieties. I ain't doing too much on the extreme. I like keeping it balanced because, um, I know where that could take me, you know, 40 minutes is this. I always know where things can take you in the way that, you know, write it down journal. You know, like I said, we did 90 episodes of how to get out of bed straight. That's how, how did I get to the habit of walking podcast every day, every day? Because I realized I take minutes of my day every day to process how I'm going to live the day. And I said, well, you know what? Let me say these things out loud. And in fact, I was probably saying them out loud, just not recording them. So I do this for you as well as I do, if I, as well as I, I do it for me, as well as I do it for you. And 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 one of the ways that this became the habit that it is and the priority that it is, and everybody understands it's something I do is because I did it and I journaled through the first 90 days or not even the first 90 days. I was like, wait a minute, this is a thing. Let me start journaling this because a lot was pouring out of me, uh, to the point where I could probably write a book on it. And I, I actually journaled because I started to, so I've got one journal. I'm now on the second journal of just like I earlier in this one, I started writing down some words and, and, and like I said, I'm not a copious note taker, but I like creating these little word clouds and then I can come back to the word clouds and see the relation of it and I can write about it. And I am going to do, uh, a journal, um, in a, in a, in somewhat of a journal form. And it's so funny because I bought a book this week and it's in that type of form format. And I was like, that's how it is. When you keep putting stuff out there into the universe, the universe is going to, you're going to have the universe at your disposal. The, I, I understand that's alchemy. Iyanla told us that, uh, Oprah just did a little thing on that. You know, you gotta, you gotta put it out there. You gotta let it get carried off into the wind. So others can be heard in the whisper. You know, the book that I ordered this week is literally like, wow, this format works. It's for, it works because the minute I got the book and it's sitting right here and it's actually called, and I talked about it yesterday. I talked about it on a couple of podcasts because we're, we're starting to do the exercises and it's called 52 time management hacks. We actually had the author of it. She uh, inboxed me to see that I received the book and I said, I received it. And I'm enjoying it. Uh, I said, Hey, listen, impromptu, but I'm going, we have our broadcast, um, tomorrow on Wednesday. This was the day before. Um, if you have, you get a second pop in, you know, and, and let's talk about it. Um, maybe come up, you know, talk about some time hacks for women cause it's a gender specific, um, podcast, but at the same time, it's like, here I am. I have been trying to figure out a format, um, for thing. And I'm like, Whoa, this works. And, and I, and, and I've seen several books like this. Like I told you, she has, she gives you a hack. And then she gives you the result of the hack. And then you have three questions, three, not three or well, two questions. And then to a goal setting, how much time do you spend on important, on unimportant tasks? So it, oh, it's a different, oh, wait a minute. Okay. So the first question relates to the hack. 
how am I spending my time each week? And the other one, how much time do you spend? So I didn't even, now that I see that, okay. How many times in the last 30 days have I missed a memorable life event? That is on page 15 of 52 Time Management and the Time Management Hack number 14, The Balancing Act. Work hard, play hard, avoid missing memorable life events because of work. That was my goal in raising my kids is I did not want to miss memorable life events. So I negotiated my work schedule all the time. Um, and I was never that person having to call out. I never really had to call. I, I'm a show up person. Um, but I was scheduled out now every, every time I was never that person that ended up with, uh, 40 weeks of vacation because I, I scheduled that like, Hey, listen, you know, I needed, I need to be out of here as much as I can, uh, and necessarily stay employed. Okay. So whatever the options are that I am still gainfully employed, but out of here as much as possible, able to balance my priorities and number one being my children call me mom and I gotta, I gotta be there. Right. And so I never would, I, I don't think in the seven years I was there, I don't think I ever ended up with a full week of vacation because if I, I calculated, Hey, this is how much I earn every two weeks. I will use that time. And then, uh, and then they had, they were always testing out because you know, work from home was becoming a thing, even though I never, I wasn't there when the work from home was fully implemented, but, um, they were in, in playing around with the schedules, you know, whether you work, you can work three days a week, you can work four days a week, you can work five days a week. Um, and I would 40, we had the 45. And so I would always take, um, you know, whatever, whatever they were testing, I would be a test subject. Let me do it because I had to, my kids were old enough that I had the flexibility, um, to work later in the evening. Plus my mom was there with them. So, but in the mornings I, I kept my mornings free to be mom. And then, uh, I would come home in the evenings cause they came home to my mother coming home from school. And, and so, you know, that was just memorable. I, I wanted my memory. I wanted my mem memories. I wanted to be there. Um, and definitely go to the school events and all that kind of stuff. Uh, allow it said, and the result of that is allows you to enjoy a more work-life balance by integrating and enjoying memorable life events on your terms. See, that's, that's me. That's why I do how to get out of bed. Cause I want to live life on my terms and only problem. I don't know what the percent is. I wish I could say 80 to 80, 20. You know, I wish I could say 20% of the people really want to live life on their terms. Everybody else are like, what are the terms? So you sub submit to the terms. You, you, that person, whatever terms of agreement are, you don't open it. You don't read it. You just like submit to it, you know, because you feel you have to, because everybody else is doing it. And that's how you live. You want to be on the plane with everybody else. There ain't nothing wrong with that. It may change up at some point. You're going to go like, wait, what, wait, what, 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 you know, I was at, I'm, I'm in the, I'm, I'm hopefully, and I know it's not even 20%. I think it's, I think it's one, but I'm going to say 20 cause sake of math, right? 20% are like the terms are what they are because of the people that changed it. We have a five day work week because people were like, no, we're not working seven days. You mean seven days a week. That's all our lives. The fact that we have five day work week or eight hours a day, somebody protested for that. We live in America, y'all, if anybody's listening to me and you're outside of America and you, you probably live somewhere where the Western culture is affecting you at this point. Um, but everything here in America, every, every, every part of it came 
with protests. It took a protest to do all of this. It took a protest to become America. Okay. Um, and, and, and some other things that we still don't agree on. Right. Uh, and, and I'm just that person. I'm not going to agree right away. Right. I need, I need some loyalty. I need some, I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to be taken advantage of. I don't even want to have to watch you processing the guilt after you have been tempted. I don't ever want to be vulnerable. And I don't, I, we, we all have to be at a, in a vulnerable state at some point. I'm, I'm probably, and I learned this, you know what I learned about vulnerability? I learned about it with, with it just being me and the dog here during the day, because I notice when we go out or I have learned that when he eats, he makes sure I got, he, he checks to see if I got his back because he spends all of his day. I know I started noticing he spends the majority of his day, except when he takes a nap, you know, and he only takes a nap when I'm at a certain state, he monitors my state of being and let, and, and judges that by which the time he will then let his guard down. Other than that, he's on guard. He eats when I'm in a certain state, either I'm in the kitchen or, um, um, sitting here, you know, um, he, I'm like, I I've learned this is, I guess this is like, what's the boy? Uh, what's the, what's the boy that was raised by the wolves? That was in the, the, is it was a Disney? I don't know. I can't think of it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Cause see, you have to understand when I watch these things, I watch it not for the, not for the main character. Cause Disney is anti-black. So I have to pick another, being a black person, we have to pick other characters in the thing. And that becomes our star. So the little boy, um, what, I ain't too much care for him. Um, I'm like, how the hell they, how the hell are you missing a whole, a whole last child? Who's missing a whole last child? I don't know about that. Okay, that ain't my thing. I know where all mine are right now. Okay, no, I don't. I'm lying because my son, he be he he pop up and he be around the world somewhere. But I try to know, right? I I, I told him you're not gonna tell me. Somebody better know where you at at all times. Okay, so he we all have our accountability partner. I can go to her. Where's your brother? Okay, mom, he's doing this and he's doing that and he's doing this. Dang. I me I want to say I can say the name uh, Mugly. Moogly, Moogly, the little boy in the thing, Moogly, okay, with the, with the, the ape and the elephant, I'm always looking for the elephant, because I like elephants, so, there's an elephant in there, but he went all up in there, I'm like, I deal with the elephants, when they gonna come, like the Lion King, like the hell with the lion, okay, don't be out, don't be blacking out here all up for the lion, the hell with the lion, okay, black people with elephants, we team elephant, okay? So in all these damn jungle ass movies, check for the elephant, all right? Especially anti anything created by anti-black networks. And somebody's listening to this like, wait, this is a black thing? It's always a black thing, okay? But anyway, uh, the elephant, because the elephant represents truth. Now they say the elephant in the room. The elephant represents truth. The elephants, elephants are running around here. They ain't got no guilt. They ain't destroyed nothing. You know, they they take from the land, they let the land, you know, they keep it moving, you know what I'm saying, they ain't like, they ain't, they not like running stuff in the ground, you know, elephants, are good, and they never forget, forget, we are the elephants, okay, I'm just saying, stop with the madness, so Moogly, whatever I was going to say about that, uh, oh, now I understand how 
you can live in the wild because there's a hierarchy. I love this. There's a documentary that came on about the elephants, which is why I know black people are the elephants. There's a documentary, several documentaries about elephants. If you ever watch any one of them, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's black people. Don't forget nothing. And they tribe up in a minute. There are elephants out there. You try to mess with one and, and they come out the woodwork. They come out the woods. They come out the forest. That The one sound, like people, y'all out here trying to figure out like, damn, how the hell is George Floyd connected to all black people? Because we, we, we represent, we, we, we like the elephant. You mess with one, you mess with all. And you're like, but y'all don't even like each other like that. No, we don't. But because of what has now been described to me as a full body birthmark, I love that. I just finished reading the cast system. Um, full body birthmark. That's what they, that's what she called it because we are born with a full body birthmark that is undeniably, we, we are not able to blend in to, um, white folks, right? Which is why, and that, and that was the explanation of slavery because, um, the not, not white folks, they tried to enslave white folks first, but white folks could escape and blend in. Okay. Um, because of their, see, and cause we keep, we, y'all, we keep out here trying to figure out like what is wrong with white people? Well, first of all, you don't miscast their asses. Okay. You miscast them and, 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 and they don't want you to figure this, realize or figure this out. Go back and look at Hamilton. Okay. Um, they was the first slaves. I'm just saying they were, they, they escaped here. They ain't like, look, let's just go get on these ships and go across out there. And you don't even know what's out there. They kept sending folk trying to find a place they could go. Right. And I mean, be honest, they kept sending folk and telling them to chart a place, help us get out of here from wherever whence they came. Um, and so hold on the establishment going here, there and everywhere, whatever. Right. There's a reason that they're different from the European. There's a reason that they're different from the Portuguese, different from the Russian, different. Don't nobody know where they came from. And then they and somebody either didn't pass it on or has told them each and every time we don't, the things they don't speak of. There's some things that they just don't speak of. But they but they don't have to because there's some behaviors that they have that let you know. Okay. So, and don't let yourself become vulnerable to it because you will be betrayed. There's too much temptation for them and their guilt is obvious. They take advantage of everything. Loyalty ain't in it at all. If you ever think it is, you'll forever be disappointed. Damn. Those are words that I have jotted down right here as I get ready to conclude this thing. Uh, but anyway, going back to my dog. Who's, who's all caught up in guilt right now because I, I tempted him and that made me vulnerable. Uh, but now he has betrayed me. And so he is quest I'm questioning our loyalty and he is, as is he, but what I learned about him is when he is on guard, when he is on guard, uh, even when we go for our walk, I notice he won't even stop to go to do his business. Uh, he looks around and if I'm distracted, he won't go yet until I am full, until I full on have his back, then he will go until I full on have his back here in the household. When he, when I'm in a certain state and I'm not distracted, he will eat. When I go to bed at night, because our environment has changed, he will stay on guard. Whereas 
you know, when, when he, once he was, when, at a time when things was, you know, familiar to him, everything was familiar, you know, like right now, it's like we got a new neighbor, he's watching this, he's watching him, he's like, okay, he's trying, in fact, he's just trying to get used to, he's watching him, because, you know, they, they're good judges of character, but he's also trying to get used to, you know, wait, there's, a, there's new sounds at this hour, and that, and this, that, and the other, uh, so he's got to get back into, he's got to find his routine, and I notice he's coming to bed late at night, or early in the morning, because he's on guard, and then too, we had the storm last night, so, you know, and now our routine, we've been on, and, and now I'm going to get ready to end here, we've got five minutes, less than four, four minutes to wrap this thing up, but y'all, it's just, you know, like I said, um, I'm trying to catch some on the news. Let me go so I can catch my show though. But um, you got to take time to process what's going on around you. You got to take time to process your, who's loyal, who are, and not even just who's loyal to us. Because what I had to understand in in this in this pack pack that the dog has created between us, I what I observed about him, I had to understand he is looking for that to be reflected in me. So oftentimes we want something, but it's not even reflected in us. And it has to start there as well. And, and, and I'm not saying you got to do that first. Uh, it, if some of these things should be equal, there's an exchange. And again, we're talking here about the exchange, you know, um, he knows that like when I go in the kitchen, I, I notice when I go in the kitchen, if I'm cleaning the kitchen, or if I'm preparing, I'm, I'm, like I'm going to go in the kitchen and start something uh, for dinner, you know, marinating and whatnot, I'll all of a sudden hear him at his bowl, which is, I can't see him, but I, hear, I know when I'm in the kitchen, he'll go to where his food is, not in the kitchen because he's not allowed in the kitchen, but I know that's when he'll eat. So sometimes even if I don't have anything in the kitchen, I notice his food still sitting there. I'll go ahead and cause he begins to depend. He becomes, he depends. We depend. We need something to depend on accountability, right? I'm writing that down in my word thing there, right? I'll just go in the kitchen. Oh, cause I'm, let's say I'm not cooking. It's Thursday. And I, sometimes we do take out Thursday. I may not cook today. But guess if I don't go in the kitchen spinning, I gotta go make some, some lemonade. So, but I know if I see his food sitting, I'm like, I have to check myself. I'm like, wait a minute. I haven't, I haven't gone in the kitchen. I haven't rested. I haven't, you know, I haven't put myself in a state where he can let his guard down. I have to do things. We have to do things where people can let their guard down. I remember my daughter telling me long time ago, you know, mom, you're always on guard. Well, I'm a mom. I was a single mom. And this was right when we had moved to this community, right? We, we're getting, I don't know these people. I don't know this place yet. I know it's safe because I moved us here, right? So, but I'm still, you know, I'm on, I am on guard. And then on top of that, you know, the race mix here was different. Okay. Um, so I'm like, Whoa, okay. I got to watch some folk. Right. So, and I had reason to, to and still do, uh, even though we've been here, you know, but we can, we can let our, we can let our guard down a little bit, but now, you know, here we are in the pandemic. We Trump is our president. The guard is back up. We got to be mindful, got to be watchful, but we don't let it eat away at us. We don't let it become harmful to us. Our minds, our souls, our hearts, our beings, you know, because we don't have, we don't try to pro over process this thing because it can be, in, it can be dangerous to our health. Just like they're saying in the pandemic, you know, people are ending up, you know, with the stress that's going on. Like, like you were good, but now all of a sudden you got high blood pressure. 
You know, because the stress, you're worried about all these things. People were worried about their jobs. They're worried about the transition. They're trying to now manage, you know, um, working and, and somebody being home with the kids, you know, because people came into 2020 with no, with zero plan. You had zero plan of reduction at anything. You know, we, we had a five-year plan starting at uh, 2015. It's like, okay, by 2020, you know, it was supposed to be different. We didn't realize that we were going to spend it going through the healthcare and then the loss of, you know, my mom. But we were able to survive that because there was a strategy. At least one or two of us had, was working on a strategy. And now we have a new strategy here. We need to come out of 2020 with a family business. You know, it's good having these jobs. But now we see you got to have, you got to have a plan B. You got to have a plan A and a half. <laughs> All right. I got to go because uh, this thing does cut off in an hour. Uh, I may do a little wrap up. In fact, I will. Let me end this and we'll wrap it up. Okay. So part two, the wrap up um, and literally the wrap up less than five minutes. Um, but we were just saying, you got to have a plan A and a half. B is not even enough. That's like, and you know me, I'm like, I got to have a visual. I'm putting it on the chart, right? And so uh, plan B, you got to have a plan. A. We're at a point now, we got to have a plan A, a plan A and a half, a plan B, plan B and a half, and so forth. And and especially if you like me, you got somebody in the family, they plan A all the way. I got two people in the, in the family. My, my two youngest are plan A. They're both numerology-wise, they have the same number. Uh, and they're, they're playing a all the way. It's so funny. Um, there's a number of things you can subscribe to, to really get to know personalities. Per we are all driven by personalities. We're also driven by DNA with DNA. We're driven by our birthdays. We're driven by a lot of things. Depends on what you subscribe to. Some people are driven by, I don't want to know. <laughs> they don't want to know nothing. They just want to go. They don't want facts. They don't want information. They just want to continue to go on through life. And that's fine too. Um, but you know, think about all these different things. I'm going to turn it off. I got this news on and it is, it is distracting. It's not only distracting because I'm anti-local news, um, because they're anti-black. So I don't deal with a bunch of anti-black stuff. I will watch, I watch a, uh, and I'm on the wrong channel. I watch a, I watch from this point on to the evening. I watch shows from the sixties and seventies, which still was anti-black, but it helps me process. <laughs> it's familiar. Uh, so there's a couple shows that start here at noon that I love that I watched as a kid and everybody's now binging on shows. You notice that thanks to, uh, Netflix and some of these other streaming channels, some shows are being not only rebooted with the cast, but they're also playing the, uh, original versions and which is, which is good because you have to revisit. You know, we have to revisit some, you know, when I come on and do these podcasts, I have to revisit some of the things that I've talked about yesterday. Revisit, revisit, because you might have put something out there at a time and you're trying to figure out like why certain things are happening in your life because, and, and you've prayed for it, but not pre prepared for it kind of thing. So that's the thing too. So let me just go over, um, like I said, we did a little bit of journaling with this one and we started really talking about loyalty and I'm examining the relationship I have with the dog. Uh, that's teaching me something about loyalty and I'm looking at what I've learned with him because we, I, I only manner of communication because I'm human. He's a dog. Okay. He doesn't speak English, but he has a manner of communicating with me. And so we have to, and he has to understand what I'm saying. And I have to understand what he's saying because it's all based on the outcome. It's all based on the result. 
right? You go on my table and take a napkin and destroy it on the floor. That's a different outcome. We don't want that. Neither of us want that outcome. Now there's distance between us. He's down the hall still. Okay, he ain't creeped in. You ain't heard him creep in. Like, oh, you getting ready to end that? Can we go now? Can we go? He ain't giving me that. Can we go now? So we don't want to do that. And it'll be a, it'll be a while before he does it again. And it'll be a while before I tempt him again and leave himself on the table. I keep saying I'm gonna leave a napkin on here and I'm gonna put a hot sauce on it. But I'm like, I don't want him to have to do that. I don't. I just want him to understand. Stay the heck off my table. That's mine. And I've been trying to exert that to him. And it hasn't, it hasn't, it hasn't really happened that, and I have to understand that he is still an animal and he is still tempted. So I have to make sure that I don't tempt him. But for those of us that are human, you know, you got to learn how to handle being tempted. If you don't want the outcome to be losing the loyalty, disappointing, you don't want to be taking advantage. Cause let me tell you something, guys, guilt isn't, uh, it's obvious and you are processing guilt and guilty. Um, they have people that are, that can process it scientifically, but it's obvious to those who love you. It's obvious to those who care. It's obvious to strangers, right? People like, Whoa, that person looks guilty. They look like they up to something. Now, mind you, some of that can be jaded, you know, cause, because we live in a system in a society of, of jaded people. You know, that have, that have tried to have us have the wrong impression of people. For the most part, people have been wrong about it. Uh, but simply, it is something, it is something. Because, you know, psychos, you know, they could, they could sit right next to us and we not know what, what, what's going on. So, you know, but look around. For those, let's just talk, for instance, for those that you love and care about. For those for which you have to share outcomes. For those of which you have to share results and you want the best outcomes and the best results, you better start having some of the best conversations. You better start having some of the best discussions. You better start talking about how you feel. You better start letting people know what's going on with you. You better start letting people know, especially if you were at the brink, especially if you can't get out. You think people don't notice you can't get out of bed? I'm like, whoa, because the first thing I, I thought about when I looked at my phone and I saw that I was approaching the 11 o'clock hour, I'm like, wait, what was that? Why did I sleep so long? You know, and I want to make sure I'm not depressed. I want to make sure I'm not, not, there was anxiety. No, it was just, it was a storm last night. I had to wake up and make sure we were all safe. We were safe. And then I was up for a couple of hours and then I went back to sleep and I slept, though, made up those two hours, obviously, but now it's noontime. And I still have to go and get started into my day. Looking forward to my cabbage soup for, for lunch that I'm getting ready to have. Uh, but now i got to go uh, and take the guilt-written dog out for his walk. You guys have yourself. Have a great day, y'all. All right, I said five minutes to wrap up. Oh, six minutes. So let me just tell you, don't forget... Um, Today is Thursday that I'm recording this. That means at midnight tonight, at midnight on a Thursday, starts our $5 Friday sale. I know you guys are excited because we got some new soaps coming online for this week's $5 Friday sale. You've been waiting. You've been looking at the curing rack, which we have made available to you. If you go to the site, there is something called the curing rack where you can watch and time your favorite, your new favorite soaps. And when your favorite soaps are being restocked, because as you know, they have to go onto the curing rack for at least 
four weeks. And we try to um, not tempt you as much. So we try to load them at least when they have at least about two weeks to go. So we don't tempt you so much. But over the next four weeks, going on in through the holiday, uh, as you know, we try and release um, five, at least five a week. And we take those five and we put them on our $5 Friday sale. And let me tell you, the $5 Friday sale, do you know the $5 Friday sale is now going all across the world? A lot of soapers are doing a $5, $5 Friday sale. On average, our soaps are $7 to $8.99. Uh, anything that $7 is $5 on Friday, the $8.99 soaps is basically just $2, basically $2 off. Uh, so the eight ninety nine soap would be six ninety nine, and so on and so on. Uh, so definitely, so our five dollar Friday is actually two dollars off. So that's two dollars off the seven, and so on. The soaps range on average from seven. Now, oh, for those of you, uh, you know, we started out as bars and blossoms. We are phasing out the blossoms. Uh, the blossoms will be uh will start to become little sample soaps that you may find in your if we have some available we're putting those in your order so the blossom is just a little thank you um for you becoming and remaining and especially becoming our repeat customers some of our repeat customers watch your email you're going to start you may some of you're going to receive some gift cards we're getting ready to um, um go do an audit of those of you that have had a number of purchases so please watch your uh, email for that um and our 100th customer from um, we hit our 100th customer they got uh, a gift card and so we're looking at other ways by which we can reward because at the end of the day we all want the reward we all want to reward y'all we we do and so we want to reward you and thank you so much uh this was you know, like I said, we're not playing for 2020, but it definitely was our pandemic thing, our quarantine thing. Uh, and it has become an awesome family involved, uh, event, family involved business. And so we're excited about, uh, growing it. Um, most of you were excited with us with the lemonade and, you know, we had to table that because of the pandemic as well as, um, the food chain, things that went on with the food chain and the food chain is still in the process of coming back. We've been ordering, uh, some supplies. We're going to order some more here this weekend to see how that comes in. If it comes in good, then we'll continue to try to continue uh, trying to build the lemonade. And actually, as I have, um, because now I'm concerned about sugar intake, I'm now have to go and do some research and take that into this because I don't want to encourage, especially at a time like this, when I know that we have to be on guard for so many things. Um, we, we want to, change up some things I want to do with the lemonade. I'm thinking I'm probably going to do it at a concentrated level and you sweeten it according to your, it's probably going to be unsweet guys. I know nobody wants to hear that. Uh, we're going to do unsweet and semi-sweet, um, because it's a thing and I don't want to, I, I don't want to, I don't want the guilt. I don't want to tempt anybody at 10 minutes into this, at 10 minutes over this. I don't want to tempt anybody. So I'm going to look at, we look at the business model and I'm so glad that it's not already out there because imagine me selling lemonade and then all of a sudden, you know, diabetes. So while I am addressing it on my end, I'm going to also address it for my customers. Um, so I'm probably going to be the lemonade concentrate queen. You know, there's the orange juice concentrate king out there. I'm probably going to become the lemonade concentrate king 
queen. <laughs> so get ready uh, for for that. Also on on the detox side, um, we are planning right now for Black Friday, and I know that that is November, but that means that we're gonna have some product test going on until that time. Um, so get ready, keep your eye out, just keep your eye out because I, I definitely want to do this. And I know it's in a gift given to me, uh, to do that. I'm just working on the website. I'm working on revisiting, um, the thing, the uh, process of it. And so I think that's what it is. And I, cause I got the, I got the pouches in, but I'm looking at it and I'm like, there's something different about this, whether or not it should be uh, an individual pouch. Cause if I sell it as an individual pouch, you really probably gonna want to buy four to six. And I'm like, that's a nice six pack or whatever, but I think it should be something else. I think it should be because I want to do beverage catering, uh, more so than the individual drink. Um, I'm, I'm looking at maybe doing my own kind of concentrate, you know, because, and also because I have this other business that's going very well. It's a thing, y'all. It's a thing. I hope that you find your thing. I hope that you so find your thing because I want you to be able to get out of bed. And I'm out of the bed. Uh, it's my Thursday, so I'm going to take it easy. And it's Tech Thursday. I'm going to be on the computer all day and we do an inventory. And uh, and tomorrow I'll come back and tell you how it's going. All right, don't forget five dollar Friday sale kicks off tonight at midnight. Tonight at midnight, you want to get there. In fact. You probably want to go add some stuff to your cart like right now. Because even if you add it to your cart right now and you go back and check your cart tomorrow, you're going to see that discount apply. All discounts are applied at checkout. There's no need for any discount code. You don't need a code. It's the $5 Friday sale. Just go to the website, click on the $5 Friday link. You will see the inventory that's not there yet. You'll see the inventory. We load the inventory on Thursday. I got to go do inventory and you'll see which soaps that we're going to make available for the $5 Friday sale. And, uh, and then we're excited about, uh, you getting some soap. I'm excited about our soap being in your soap dish and, uh, be sure to follow us, uh, on Instagram, dryer buzz soaps on TikTok, dryer buzz, uh, soaps, go check it out and, uh, and go check, just go check it out. All right, guys, do me one more favor. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.